Greetings, listeners, and welcome aboard Costume Station Zero. I'm Bob Mitch, and we are here with the uh, first annual slash multi-annual uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con podcast. Inaugural, Bob. Inaugural. Uh, and I'm here with a roundtable with Valerie Perez. Hey there. Tom Parham. Hi. And Kelly Del Cambrai. Hey, guys. So, uh, this is a little bit weird because it's the first annual Silicon Valley Comic Con. Inaugural. There's no such thing as first annual. Well, people get the same idea. It's okay. <laughs> I find the inaugural. <laughs> um, and, but it's also sort of reincarnated Big Wow, in a way. Because it's in the same place and it's run by a lot of the same people. So, um, guys, uh, what, what are your thoughts? How did you enjoy the con? I really enjoyed the con. I was really impressed by uh, all the guests they could... Uh Bring both media and, and, and artist-wise, and that there was plenty for everyone to do. I mean, uh, that they 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 use up that convention floor like I've never seen before. Yeah, they did. It's it's kind of crazy to see it go from SuperCon, which was essentially the tent outside, the blow-up tent, the blow-up tent, no AC, to Big Wow just taking a fraction of the con, and now here's a con that takes up the entire exhibit hall and both floors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it really ate up quite a lot of space. Like, the dealer's hall space, of course, was the biggest area you could see that, but the main panel room was now a whole different room that was huge. And that must have, what, like, about a thousand-seater in there? Do you guys ever stop in there? No. Well, it was where the masquerade the was. Oh, actually. well, the yeah. big room. That right there in itself, the masquerade, that floored me, considering how small it was right. last year, considered this year, and I'm like, like, my jaw dropped, like, this is the masquerade? This is what, I mean, it's massive with all these computer screens with the music and the lighting and the, the just the big overall floor show it was intense plus more you know more people participating in that you know for the cosplay yeah my memory last year is there was maybe 30 people yeah in that contest. this year, was, this over year was, it was over 100 was, well technically well, it was over 100, 100 but with dropouts it was like 80. oh yeah yeah and then it was yeah it was a 200 seater room before and now it's huge so and but you did grow so fast, so fast. It was PR marketing, when, baby. Before when you had uh, press releases for Big Wow, you're lucky if anyone picked it up. Now because of Wozniak and his crew, CNN freaking picked it up. The Woz man. Yeah, I was right behind him for the ribbon cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I saw right. the picture. <laughs> How was that, uh, Tom? It was fine, but uh, there was um, a lot of press there. I mean, mm-hmm. they they hyped this thing. I wonder if this is kind of the de facto replacement for WonderCon because it's not going back to the Bay Area. Possibly, yeah. Because you're right; it's only going back to Anaheim next year. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you're right. It's it definitely was uh, bigger. It felt different because a it's in March instead of April or May, like Big Wow used to be. And uh, although I liked San Jose and the Convention Center, and this year Hilton was the hotel, not the Marriott, which was a bit different. Well, they were using the Marriott too. It had a lot more guests. Though I come to find out that all the names Nathan Philly and Stan Lee, they were being put. uh, I think it's called the Fairmont, a few Mm -hmm. blocks away. I stayed there the night before. I got up there a day. Is it more swank or what? Oh, it's swank. Four and a half stars, right? Oh yeah. Well, hey, hot wire, baby. Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, Yeah. So the the Hilton was a different vibe than previous years. Um, It's not like you couldn't walk and still enjoy the other restaurant with Kiss the Fish, which I know. Sorry. Tank. Uh, But I know you ate there, Tom. So, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and uh, although we didn't do a a journey for this, I um, I did hook everybody up with Psycho Donuts. Psycho Donuts. That was a definite highlight as usual. Suicide Squeeze. Suicide Squeeze. Boston Cream Pie. Scream Pie. Boston Cream Pie. 
<laughs> I know they didn't get your order perfect, but I think ordering ahead was the way to go. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and, and when they botch the order, we get free donuts. <laughs> yes, we do get free donuts. And I, I'm amazed that they botch it again this year. Like, oh, we're going to end like these three, so just come back and we'll just give you these other for free. I'm like, all right. <laughs> they can um, botch our order every year. Every year. <laughs> Well, you never know what they're going to have in the shop because so much of their supply is being shipped over to the convention to have on the that floor. That too. That mm. too. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so that was good as usual. Uh, unfortunately, we um, we didn't get to enjoy any jacuzzi time. Um, but um, yeah, I, you're right, uh, Kelly. You mentioned that uh, because it's bigger, the crowd was much bigger. It was, it was a much more kind of you know, tight squeeze on the dealer floor. At least on Saturday, it was kind of insane. Definitely, Saturday it was a madhouse. Wild. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that amount of attendees at a convention for for big wow. Oh, I mean, Silicon. It's just it was massive. It was insane. Yeah. So the people crossing the streets were just in hordes. Oh yeah. No, it uh, it brought back memories of Comic Con and not necessarily in a good way. I was like, I'm so glad this is growing, but I miss when this was a very just casual easy con um so it's a bit of a you know curse, we'll always have our memories of big wow that's true that's true and and remember when we were going out for lunch you know everywhere around there had lines because there were that so was people. crazy yeah it was insane uh i mean you and i got lucky kelly at the johnny rockets but yeah that was oh Again, not used to that either. I think we got special treatment over there because we were villains. That's true. <laughs> we, were, we were dressed as the Riddler in the Food room. now or we blow this place out. Everybody kept looking out the window like, what are they for real? Yeah. What is all about? What, what are they planning? What yeah. are they planning to do? Exactly. And then we'd come out take pictures and go back in. Come out take pictures go back in. we try to take a bite of food. Can I take a picture? Yeah. And I would put the mask on, do my little shtick and try to eat. Nope. Yeah. That was, uh, that was interesting. I'm sorry, I missed it. I wish you could have got shots of that. Uh, yeah, I don't think, no, we didn't get any shots of that, no. I think we were just too busy trying to inhale food. Um, but uh, we did have a sweet new backdrop at your booth that uh, Kelly uh, painted up, which was the replica of the... Oh, I had help. Okay. <laughs> so the replica of the Linda Carter with the stars and all that. that the was CBS years. The CBS years. That looks great. Gallery has the suit. Actually, the, uh, the backdrop... It was nice to be in costume and stay near the backdrop and have the crowd come to us instead of us walking the floor generating mm -hmm. heat because the costumes generate a lot of body heat. Mm -hmm. So able to stay there and let people come to us to take pictures with us was really nice. It seemed like there was always a pretty good line of people waiting to get photos with you, Valerie. Did that ever change or was that always? No, that was pretty steady. I didn't get to go out or go anywhere or mm -hmm. really grab a bite to eat or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's okay because I was on the con high and it was very polite. They formed a nice quiet line. They kept a distance. They didn't rush the booth or semicircle around it. Mm -hmm. They they were so orderly and um, and friendly and and patient. I'm surprised. It's, it's I'm still getting over it. People waited mm -hmm. and waited and were cool to each other. Um, I uh, I'm still processing that one, Bob. Okay. Um, I know they were there for one woman, and I'm glad the whole setup came out nicely. I mean, trying to do a great sense of presentation, and I think it really worked well. Um, but uh, I, I could have, I could have been there all day. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, it, as I said, I saw there was always a line. I mean, it was great when we had a group of us. That was fun, but they were clearly very much there for for Wonder Woman. Um, and and is that something you've experienced in other years? having the backdrops there? I know, I know you're usually at your booth in previous years at Big Wow. Um, 
and but you never had like that steady of a of a lineup of people saying yeah well this is our third year doing a backdrop right. and i really love doing the backdrop and it seems like it's such a staple of the con whenever i see uh, any news coverage i always see our backdrop especially that very first one with the batman Batman uh, 66 66 yeah. background with the whole group mm-hmm. um, whether it's just partial or, or all of us um, everyone loved and gravitated toward it so that so that was very nice but I and the second year we did the Justice League which did well and people enjoyed that but this one I, I um, you, you're right I, I felt like it was very uh, specific to the Linda Carter mm-hmm. vibe and it translated well for the newer suit yeah, completely, and it it works for a lot of different hero um, heroes that you could put in the backdrop. I mean, there was always like the funny stuff with Rocketeer or Deadpool doing some shtick with you or something that always came out pretty well. I like cool. Tom's Finn in there actually mm-hmm. as well. I wanted to show you some pictures. I was trying to call him up because I, no matter what you put there for what time era, every character just seemed at home with the star background. Right, right. It was well, it was a pizzazz, you know, publicity photo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tom, you got to rock uh, Finn, yeah, because you you look so much like the actor. How how were you received on the floor? <laughs> oh, I traitor! Yeah, never heard that one before right. today. Right. <laughs> My favorite comment was this one guy. You're supposed to be like the John Boyega guy from Star Wars, right? I bet <laughs> nobody else has noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> There were a lot of rays running around, I'm sure, that were quite happy to see you. My favorite, uh, right after the ribbon cutting, the daughter of, I don't know if he was a news guy or a local celebrity, he hosted the ceremony, mm-hmm. but his daughter was dressed up as Ray. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Marianne got a picture of the two of us, which is oh, kind of nice. cool. Very nice. We got lots of rays. I, I think it's great seeing so many young women and little girls cosplaying as Ray. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are like, where's Ray? All over the place! Yep. <laughs> All over. <laughs> There was a cool group um, when I was going solo as the Joker. I saw there was a group of girls. It was literally a Padme, Leia, and a Ray, all hanging out together. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see that. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were giving me the evil eye though. So I'm like, Skywalker family photo. There you go. Air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> to Skywalker <know>. angels. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. Yeah, they missed a calling there. They were taking all kinds of pictures and stuff, so it's good. Um, There's an idea for San Diego then. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you were saying, Kelly, that uh, in terms of generating heat, the problem was on Saturday especially, Sunday wasn't nearly as bad, but Saturday was really warm on that floor. I don't think they compensated well enough for people. the crowds. Yeah. And uh, and that was the day that I was in Joker makeup. Ooh, which started was, melting. I started melting very badly. So I'm glad we got a few good shots of that backdrop before I'm like, I got it, I can't, I was I was going to be done. It was going to be a mustache about to fall off. Yeah, it was bad. So I, I got outside and um, I cooled down and I was temperate enough out there. And that was weird because, as I said earlier pre-recording, uh, people love the Joker. People love Cesar Romero. I don't know what it is. I, th- I don't know if it's the color scheme or the 66 connection or the mustache or what, but people, there is a love for the Joker uh, that it's I kept the getting. mustache, Bob. Oh, and then when people would come up, at least three quarters of them always had to go, oh, and you got the mustache. <laughs> oh, that's all oh, the mustache makes it. I, I love that. I'm like, I could be in this exact outfit without this mustache, and I would let people down. Yeah. So... Um, but a lot of crazy crossovers. Uh, Jasmine from uh, Aladdin wanted a photo with me, and some cowboy guy, and a Mario, and so it was just. I kept trying to think, well, what would the Joker do with these odd characters? Uh, so that was odd. And then as I was walking around the block, there was traffic stopping to take photos with me because the traffic was so slow because it was so backed up around the convention. So that was. I mean, that was a real nice. I mean, the people were just that happy to see the Joker, and the kids always get me too. And I'm wondering if this is because the '66 series came out recently on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. or. 
if it's just that again that color scheme that what I call like the Ronald McDonald friendly Joker kind of vibe because kids are very happy to see me or they're like fascinated and but like in a good way they're not like freaked out they're just kind of they gotta like check this guy out like a lot so that's always kind of kind of interesting to me but yeah so the Joker got a lot of love and I'm I'm glad to always bring him out and they doubly so when I was next to Kelly as the Riddler um, I'm sure you. You got a lot of notices that I noticed whenever someone would catch one of us, they would be happy. And then when they realized that we were actually together and we did reconnect, they go, Oh my gosh, two of them. And they kind of lose their, lose their mind. So that was pretty good. Did you feel you got uh, more love in the Linda Carter suit or in the traditional Wonder Woman you wear? Uh, actually, I think it was pretty equal. Pretty equal? Um, I definitely got more love online as the pictures came out later, seeing that it was Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, not from my mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She prefers the ones that was actually made for my body because I'm doing the best I can with the suit that I have on loan from a collector. Um, it wasn't tailored to my measurements, mm. so I, I just try to compensate the best I can. Because you know, Linda, it fits her like a glove. Me, it's more like a pillowcase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, Tom, uh, let me think. I know Finn was your main costume, but you mm-hmm. also did, uh, was it Falcon Captain America? Yep. And Sam Wilson Captain America. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool, but you only wore it for like a little bit. Yeah, it's not the most comfortable thing. Especially Saturday. Mm-hmm. Woo! And for yeah, some yeah. reason they had the Marvel shoot at noon. It's mm-hmm. like, seriously? Right, right, right. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. So It looked really good. Yeah, it was very nifty. I just, I remember you walked out and I think, I think you were back before I even hit the floor. That's my memory of it. Or maybe it was right around the time I stopped. I just remember you were done in like an hour. You were not. It was a little bit more than that. Yeah. But it felt like it was blinking done. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, never mind. No, it was just so hot in that floor on Saturday. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, if we do this convention again and they're not hurting for resources, I'm thinking some fans behind the, the tables right there. We'll have power. Oh, there and you go. Just yeah. Cool off. Mm-hmm. If we have the backdrop and pull it out a little, there's a backstage. Ah, what? Hey, some cold waters or something in a cooler. I'm thinking some uh, some blue ice to put in certain areas. Okay, <laughs> sure. Okay, that works too. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Kelly, you only did the Riddler, right? You didn't do on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The Riddler. And you chilled out the, the rest of the con. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy just walking around out of costume and just taking it in? Because Sunday was much more manageable. Um. Yeah, I mean, Sunday I got to visit. I mean, my, my plan was to uh, visit with people I haven't seen in a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we go to this event once mm-hmm. a year. Um, so I kind of, like, paced myself to visit and say my hi, say my goodbyes, hang out for a bit, uh, make my presence known that I'm there without being in costume, running around. So that was nice for a change to do that. So, But um, the floor plan was nice. I like the way that the floor plans were set up and ev- all the booths, were really the, the minimization of each booth was nice for a change, and the floor was carpeted. Yeah, that helped. everything was. Carpeted. I love the carpeted floors. Yeah, was really I nice agree. too. Uh, the way that the electric, uh, the cording, the, you know how they have the tape or the the rubber mats over these big um, cables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was handled really well. I like mm-hmm. the way they did that for the, for the kids not to walk all over it and trip over it or being in costume. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year I saw a lot more. Smaller children in costume. Yeah, a lot yeah. more families. A lot totally. more families. Yeah, no. I think again, the word got out, and I think a lot of families um, saw, hey, there's a comic convention that's close by, and we don't have to deal with Comic Con, or maybe they couldn't even get into Comic Con. 
So they said, we'll check this out. We had a lot of big draws. I was amazed to see Michael J. Fox at a convention. He's right. This was yeah. their first Back to the Future reunion with her and Lloyd and uh, Thompson all together. Yeah, yeah. Now, they're, um, doing it, they're doing it several other times this year, but this wasn't the first one, so it's like, you know. No, it was very cool. SVCC had it first. Uh, I, I didn't uh, spring for the... Uh, I, they were pretty expensive to get a photo op, so I, I couldn't do that. I was going to go to their panel, but I heard they were charged even for the panel. And I'm like, okay, I draw the line there, guys. I can't do it. Um, uh, but outside of the masquerade, which which was a lot of fun, and you did a fine job emceeing it there, Valerie, um, as, I, as I know you heard many times at dinner. Um, it never gets old. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no, you rolled the punch, because there were some definite technical mishaps going on there with the whole microphone issue and all that. And I'm like, oh, man. Um, for those who weren't there, as I imagine a lot of listeners weren't, uh, basically a lot of people come up, they start shouting, assuming that everyone in the audience could hear them, but this is a big room, and unless you're in the first few rows, you can't hear this person. And, and by a big room, it's cavernous. Yeah, yeah, it's like a thousand uh, seated room. So then people needed a microphone, and I think it was within, what, the eighth entry that finally you got like a microphone to be able to hand to people, or maybe it was your mic you were kind of running up and putting... I didn't have a them. mic. I had one of those really nifty... Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a headband goes around the back of your head, then your microphone's right on the right side. And right. I see later that they had all those celebrities wearing them uh, during the week. So I might have worn the same one as, as Leah Thompson. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it could have been. Sure. It's so awesome. Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't have to worry about my hands. I was just speaking normally, and my voice went out there. And uh, I, I like to think it was within the first dozen I did get a microphone, but sadly, not everybody knew backstage, for no. instance, as they were coming out, that there was a microphone. And sometimes they're wearing masks. So yeah. I, I did the best I can no, I to know. kind of communicate with them yep. or offer them the mic. So mm -hmm. sometimes I would offer the mic to someone who really had nothing to say. And um, Other times someone would just start speaking and you'd have to rush up to them with the microphone and catch them mid-sentence. But it is what it is. Uh, my... Uh, my favorites were, I mean, obviously the one that won the uh, ATST kid that came from Return of the Jedi that l looked phenomenal. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was little, little Ewoks on, on his little lid. Yeah. So that was fantastic. Uh, the little predator was, was super I cute. I love the little predator yeah. and his little Barney trophy. That's in the right, back the Barney head the trophy. X's in the eyes. <laughs> that was fantastic. My, my personal uh, spirit award goes to Supergirl, who came out. Clearly, this girl loves Supergirl. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. What's she it? came out Clark as Kara, uh, I think Clark and Kara, and then she does the opens the shirt, does the glasses. She's Supergirl. You think, okay, that's it. She's done. And then her friend comes running out, and she socks her because she's the bad guy. But she socked <laughs> her with purpose. And I was like, I, I salute this. That's that's great. You know, someone digs their Supergirl. Well, I like not only did uh, she knock her down and they fought, but... Uh, helped her up. Yeah, then and she then helped they, her up. And they yeah. took a bow together and mm -hmm. holding hands. It's like, we're friends. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. So there was just two sides of corn. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, there, there were some definite fun entries. What was it? Cap was it Captain Pepsi and Mountain Dew Man or something? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. They were in battle armor and they had that all the was, stickers of the... Yeah. yeah no, they made was, it out of the cardboard boxes. Oh, is that it? Okay. Of the cans. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, they look great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the they reminded me of uh, Chris Star. You remember Chris Star? Oh, I'm reaching for that one. Yeah, Kelly's the only one that might that, get that. I know exactly. Anyways, it reminded me a little of Chris Star. Early '80s. Yeah, I remember that comic. Yeah, I remember that comic. Anyway, um, but that, yeah, they were cool. The Ghostbuster was adorable because he came out. Remember, and he, he was like, "Hey, anybody have <laughs> trouble with some ghosts?" And the audience was in there, like, "Yeah!" And then it was like he didn't quite know how to follow up, and he was like, "All right." <laughs> 
laughing. I still laugh at that. And then he picked it. But that moment of like, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was amusing. Uh, so no, there was a lot of fun entries. There, there were some very impressive costumes, and uh, um, I thought it was, you know, it was cool. It's just, and you know, for a first big masquerade, I think it generally went well. The audience was into it, and you know, it was a good time. It was a great time, and it was beautifully set up. You guys were talking about how that main hall was, that main panel hall where the costume contest was, and all the main big celebrities uh, panels were. The entire budget for the AV of that room equaled the entire budget of Big Wow last year. Holy crap! Whoa! Wow! They, they had the money in there, and it, it was well done. Backstage, they 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 knew their stuff. Okay. Liking everybody and and being together, and it it I was impressive. Mm. Um, <laughs> just last year we were on a stage where we were practically falling off. Yeah, <laughs> yep. As I said, two 250-seater room, and that, yeah, no problem. Anyway, uh, and for anyone listening to last year's podcast, we did not do a comedy show this year uh, due to logistics, but, you know, hey, now that they smooth things out, maybe next year, we never know, we'll see. Uh, I don't know, though, if we have that same mic issue, that could be a problem. But um, they, uh, oh, the Shatner panel, did any of you guys see the Shatner panel? Oh, <laughs> That was really amusing because, well, Shatner's always really entertaining in general, but there were some definite interesting questions he got because, I mean, if you've seen any of these Q&As, some questions are actually kind of typical or they're, you know, uh, good or they're very um, interesting. There was, uh, there was a little kid who came up and he said, hey, what was it like working with Leonard Nimoy? And you have to imagine this kid looks like Macaulay Culkin. Circa 1990, and um, and he's kind of got his arms folded, and he goes, and, and there's like a beat before Shatner can respond, and he goes, yeah, I know I'm cute, thanks, and it's like what, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and Shatner was like, um, how old are you? And he's like, I'm nine. He's like, yeah, okay. Well, cute gets you pretty far when you're eight, but after you're eight and you turn nine, cute's out the window. Cute's passe. How <laughs> you got to prove yourself? So that was pretty good. And, uh, and he, he told some uh, Leonard anecdotes that were pretty good. And then there was another girl who said, uh, asked the typical, what's your favorite episode? And he says, I've never been asked that before ever. And he sold it because I think some people bought it. And then uh, she, uh, and then he says, well, what's your favorite episode? And, uh, and and she's like, um, and he's like, well, you watch Star Trek, right? And she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, what's the uh for? And she's like, sometimes. He's like, all right, well, of the limited amount of Star Trek you have seen, what's your favorite? And she says, I like the one with the Gorn. And he's like, yeah, the one with the Gorn. And he goes off, and he basically describes Devil in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole audience is shouting out, that's Devil in the Dark, that's Devil in the Dark. He's like, that's what? Oh, that's Devil in the Dark. He's like, what was the one with the Gorn? Arena, and then finally he gets it, and he's like, "All oh, right, yeah, I had to fight the guy. He's in the rubber suit and it's on Vasquez, and da da da." And then he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "That was my favorite episode." And then he walks away, and I thought that's about the best way you can handle that question nowadays. Classic, that's pretty classic. Yes, chat. Yeah, there was there was some there were some killer questions in there that yeah that I found very inadvertently funny, but it was a very very entertaining panel. There was an exhibit on the floor that was very new. Um, that I found very intriguing, and maybe that's where I got caught up. Uh, Madame Tussauds had that an was exhibit fantastic. on the floor, yeah. which was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, the characters, or, or the, actually the people that were on the floor, were um, Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. uh, Kirk, Captain Kirk, William Shatner, uh, Cadness, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, yep. um, Einstein, Einstein, Waz, Waz from Big Bang the, the Theory. Was terrific. No, no, Waz, Steve Waz, Oh, Waz, Okay, well, who's the kid? Sheldon. Sheldon. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. 
And um, I was in there walking around doing my thing and just oohing and on and everything. The Steve Jobs is the one that floored me, that really creeped me out by far. Because he seemed like a real person just standing there enjoying the con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just if hanging he... out, looking around, mm -hmm. just admiring other people. And I'm just walking. I'm like, that guy looks so familiar to me. And I thought it was a real person. So yeah. it got me. Yeah. It got me. If you but, forgot and he was in the corner of your eye, you'd think he was a real dude. It was really crazy. Yeah. The Shatner was also very eerie, too. But, um, yeah. No, very, very impressive stuff. Actually, all the museums are pretty cool on the other side of the floor. The the Marvel Museum and the uh, Lucasfilm Museum and all that. Oh, that was I all didn't get to go see that. Yeah, yeah, the Marvel Museum is really nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of vintage really artwork nice. and, you know, props and artwork. A lot of Kirby, a lot of Ditko, yeah. a lot of Ramita. Wow, Biggins. Biggins. And it wasn't ever too crowded, which I liked. You actually had space to really look at stuff, which I kind of... I mean, if you needed a break from the... You know, the melee of the main floor, you could kind of come to this weird little side room and kind of enjoy stuff, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, and then it's also a good place because that's where families would usually be sitting, I don't know, having a pretzel or something. And then whenever I was there, either as Captain Marvel or the Joker, that's when they would just go, that, like, they had time to really clock who you were and you weren't lost in a crowd. And they'd go, oh my God, it's this guy. And as soon as they saw it was me and Mary or me and the Riddler or whoever, they'd go, well, I got to get this. I got I to gotta take a picture with you. Or I got to do it because my grandmother loves you, or my daughter loves you, or whoever. No, it was always my grandmother loves you. Somebody. It was always half the time. It was always, well, my so and so is a big fan, so I have to do this. I'm like, whatever works, man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I get that a lot. So and so is a great Wonder Woman fan. I've got to get a picture of you and I go. Well, let's take one together and you know mm -hmm. really show them. So did you, you, did you sign any autographs this year as a Joker? No, did you? Yeah. Wow. Sure. No, I never got in. I guess people were too scared by the mustache. Eight, eight people. I, count, I counted eight people that I signed on autograph as the Riddler for. Oh, that's great, man. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. So I was like doing a lot of question marks. Right. <laughs> that was it. Yep. No, yep. I, I did Riddler question mark. Then. Well, when I when I was signing as Captain Marvel at one library day, I gave up even writing Captain Marvel, and then I just started writing Shazam, and then when there was too many kids, it just became a lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt. There you go. <laughs> you didn't even put initials, huh? Nope, lightning bolt. <laughs> Usually they got a Shazam, but it, there was a brief, like, I don't know, five minute period where it was a lightning bolt. I can draw it really fast, though. A lot of practice. Never mind. Anyway, um, so yeah, Captain Marvel was, uh, went down pretty well uh, with Mary and Hoppy, which, unfortunately, Hoppy uh, got damaged. Uh, he, he, uh, he pulled a Luke Skywalker and got his hand uh, lopped off, sadly. And... and but it was in a Star Trek universe because right. Nichelle Nichols was the one who pulled his hand. Nichelle Nichols was adorable. Thank you for arranging for us to meet her and do that picture. Uh, we, um, I remember, what was it, that she was reacting to the costumes and she knew who Mary Marvel was, which I thought was great. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know Hoppy, so she wanted to hold Hoppy. So she's holding Hoppy in half. And I don't know what happened there if she adjusted Hoppy, but the hand started coming off. And she seemed very, she, seemed, she thought she did it and actually the hand was already probably on the way off it needs a little repair work a little TLC as we say um, and uh, so I, I felt bad that she thought she caused the hand to fall off well overall she was tickled pink she 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 turned into a child before her eyes she was so taken with mm -hmm. Hoppy yeah she loved Hoppy that was great that is one lucky bunny it was and speaking of which I found the photo I want to show you guys here's one of the shots with all of us Nice. We are all looking at the Nichelle Nichols photo with the post online. Hoppy literally looks like he's smiling for the camera. I know there's one where I'm doing the track pose with the the hand, the Vulcan hand sign, but yeah. 
Wow, that looks great. Johnny doing the. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's trying. He's trying. He doesn't have his thumb out. Uh, I, see, I see a lot of Nanu, Nanu. That's like a, yeah, exactly. That's like a he, did a, he did a did a mark. He's asking me to Photoshop that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but look at the shiny, happy people. I love that at least two of us were in Trek. Imagine if we were all Trek. I know. I know. She had a really great con. She had a wonderful time. I was Good. Told. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then we discovered that great um, Chinese place, right? That uh, was been... it Peking House. Yeah. Yes. Peking House, and the lady's name was Lucy. Sounds right. Lucy. Uh, yeah, that's I what. It, that's what it was. Kind of an odd place. It was, it was Lucy. It was an odd place because it's uh, basically go in and you think it's a bar, not a restaurant, because what four fifths of the place is all dance floor and, and bar. bar. Yeah. And then in the back is like one little you would think not even being used strip of tables. Mm -hmm. And then we go and proceed to have the best hot and sour soup I've oh, ever had. So delicious. Yum. Yeah, yeah. I really liked. I stuck to the beef broccoli, which was also delicious. So I was quite happy. But uh, yeah, no, it's good food. We went there twice, which I think is the first. Do we ever go to a place twice? And no. if that ever happens. Oh, uh, maybe maybe tank. Well, okay, maybe <laughs> for tank drinks, for the drinks. Yeah. Um, and we did our annual original Joe's run, which was also very tasty. Yeah. That was yep. really nice. That was really nice. Mm -hmm. Nice experience yet again. Yep, Joe yep. delivers. <laughs> Joe's delivers. I uh, love the uh, the bacon and spinach. That was always that's, that's always, always a, good a hit. hit. Mm -hmm. Everyone seemed to eat steak around me. I was like, wow, that's a lot of steak going around. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe the protein. Mm. Uh, but that worked out very well. Tights, man. <laughs> right. Mm. And oh, and the the cream, the ice cream uh, cookies. And oh, the ice cream cookies yeah. after the. Uh, the After Peking the Peking house. house on both nights. That was really nice too. Yeah. Which uh, we so. discovered last year. But, we ate uh, good. We ate very good. Very tasty stuff. Yes. Of course, I'll always remember also randomly going for Gatorade after that at the supermarket which and Johnny going on about the best Gatorade flavor and I thought this is a bit random but all right oh, that's Johnny right. think is the best Gatorade flavor he he liked that he liked the one you hated it was a cool arctic uh, blast or whatever it oh, was oh yeah yeah no, he liked the cucumber that. one I like oh Ooh, wow you and you and Terry can have that cucumber pickle, lemon, uh, pickle lemon. juice Gatorade yeah no, we discovered that on the drive up there there were so many new flavors of Gatorade so I tasted it I'm not usually one for cucumber but it, it was okay it's fruit flavored yeah, sweat man <laughs> yeah uh, Tom and I agree on this one that's all you guys uh, I can I can do without yeah Terry liked it so I'm like alright <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but um, I'm really curious to see what they do for next year. Now that they've already sold out, and the panels that I was on, um, we we could have filled that room probably three times over um, with no, a cosplay true. panel, and it could have probably gone on for that a, should, a that needed, longer. That needed to be longer. Yeah, because yeah. sure you were just getting to some really good questions, and oh, look at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Valerie and all the cosplay girls were on a Women of Cosplay panel. That was toward the very end. It was like late Sunday afternoon, right? Yes, at 3 o'clock. Yeah, and uh, it was, yeah, you guys were really hitting some really good topics about um, just cosplay in general and the role of women in cosplay and all that. It was it was very good. Very good panel. Um, very incisive. Yeah, I agree. It easily could have been a 90-minute panel. Yeah. Definitely. You're just like reaching your stride and mm -hmm. talking about, you know, the serious stuff in cosplaying. Mm -hmm. You know, just touch really, and then it. Yeah. Well, what's something you heard that you thought was uh, something you wanted to hear more about? Because we can lead with that next year. Um, I guess the one I I, I kind of liked is the, um, the taking pictures and the fun the the money handling situation with 
selling your wares at a cosplay booth in that way, how it's viewed, you know, sometimes like no and yes, no and yes, how Kit was talking about how that was approached with her. So I found that a little fascinating. Especially uh, the comparison of how like, oh, that was totally frowned on, like, you know, what was it, five or eight years ago, and now it's like expected. And I'm like, they're kind of right. Like, it's not something I heavily think about, but it's something you see and you, you kind of reach the point where it's like, oh, I guess it's a thing now. Right. Whereas before it would have been like, well, you're crazy. Why are you doing that? So, you know, yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's an evolution. It's a, you see the evolution. Totally. I think it's the cycle it might come back around and might be frowned upon again. I know some artists felt like it's putting the cart before the horse. I'm doing air quotes here. Um, I, I, I don't know. We might come to a time where it, uh, people get a little bit more litigious and nitty gritty and you have to report stuff. I mean, for the longest time people will go around the cons and whether they're actors selling autographs or people selling photos. Uh, that's so that's unreported money. You go to international cons and make a lot of money, and you, you don't report it. Some cons, they if you're selling anything, they want you to fill out uh, you know paperwork on what you're selling. When it's, it's just, I don't want to I don't want to even open that Pandora's mm. box. I'm not. Mm. I like the free art thing that you came up with. I like the free art thing. That was nice. Yeah, I might have at, uh, when I was asked the question. Uh, I liked when I model for artists. I like to be paid in art. I want a copy of what you've got. I want to give it to my mom. I mean, the first time I dragged her to a comic con, she says, "Valerie, we're gonna have to get like a portrait done of you." That's what she wanted. Hmm. So I was always after to get something that she liked or to keep kind of feed her. You know, I uh, I would spend my money on the art anyway, and when you get some nice prints. Adam Hughes, for instance, they all appreciate greatly, so it's mm -hmm. a lot more than you could ever ever hope to uh, get, you know, a couple hours posing. I've heard stories about some cities in the country who actually charge vendors based on projected, they'll, they'll tax them based on their projected earnings for a weekend before the con. Mm. And then rebate them if they don't sell as much, which I'm like, that's kind of BS. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if that was Las Vegas or Salt Lake that did that, because I was technically a vendor. Um. Mm. Well, um, oh, I, I just really, I did forget uh, Green Arrow. How would how did your Green Arrow go over time? Good, good. Mm -hmm. Got some good photos for mm -hmm. my my the guy who made my friend who made the costume was there, so he's launching his website. So mm -hmm. got uh, Kyle Gen Kyle took some pictures. The father and the father and son team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another thing. When you go to these conventions, uh, no matter what the name is, is you see these people grow up. Actually, Chris John, Chris is the dad. Kyle's the son. Yeah, boy. I mean, like a couple of years ago, he was shorter than his dad, mm -hmm. and last year he was at the same height as his dad. Mm -hmm. This year he's over his dad. Nice, nice. <laughs> kind of a journey for these guys. I think they told the story. Wasn't last year? Maybe it was the previous year. How that cosplaying those projects really brought them together and they're a little bit oh, yeah. at odds with each other yeah, yeah. and he won last year the masquerade uh believe it was as robin and this year he also went uh when he won <laughs> um a trophy for his uh medieval spawn oh yeah that was a great costume and now he's mm -hmm. talking about graduating from robin to nightwing who's gonna be disco nightwing <laughs> <laughs> i saw the disco justice league I saw the Justice Justice League. Well, that great um, 
Superman with the swagger with the pimp snake with yeah, the kryptonite yeah. at the end and mm-hmm. the, the Wonder Woman. They, they had a new baby. They I, had a new baby. I think you mean first appearance Nightwing. First appearance, yes, yes. First appearance <laughs> Nightwing. George Perez Nightwing. George Perez. I'm all for more Perez. 80s Nightwing. Not, not the flat, black, blue emblem from the animated series Nightwing. That's so boring. Oh, they did that before the animated series. Ugh. Um, although she's not here, Terry uh, wanted me to relay that uh, she had a very good time uh, doing Supergirl and doing Mary Marble. And I asked her, as usual, like which one went over better. And she said, equally. But she felt more kids and little girls were thrilled to see Supergirl and get photos. Because she's got a TV show. Well, of course. And many more adults and dads were quite happy to see Mary Marble. <laughs> um, so I thought, interesting. All right. So I thought that was kind of an interesting observation. Uh, but she agreed it was very uh, overly crowded on Saturday. Um, and uh, other than that, I don't know. She really didn't have anything. And she really enjoyed the Shatner panel. Yeah, we were both really laughing a lot at because of Shatner's wonderful wit. Um, oh, that's the Shat. That's the Shat. Yeah. Um, that came out wrong, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was that was all good. But um, And she really liked the new hotel. She didn't have any issue with it that I know you did, Tom. So. <laughs> um yeah, our, I think her only complaint was, and I would agree with her, is that uh, the bathroom layout was a little pinky, but other than that. Um, Bad feng shui. Yeah, there you go, feng shui. It was nice to be closer to the exhibit hall. It wasn't yes. quite as on the track. Oh, uh, wristbands. Thoughts on the whole uh, wristband thing? If they're going to do RFID, you need lanyards. Mm-hmm. Those wristbands were, you would have to be a contortionist to get that thing to beep. If you have the lanyard, boop, mm-hmm. right in. Mm-hmm. They're like WonderCon. I, I lost mine. I thought they put it on my wrist well and it came off sometime during the night. Mm. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a little weird. I mean, I I tried to maneuver it so I could do it through my clothes and it didn't work. I always yeah, had to uh-huh. yeah, and pull it out and yeah, it was always a bit of a hassle. I know that there was one time, oh, we were on our way to go see your panel, Valerie, and they insisted that we go out a certain set of the kiosks and we were getting held up and Johnny said, oh, they're on the panel and they've got to get there and they're late. And the guy's like, oh, okay, you two can go. We're like, great. And I'm like, all right, well, it pays to have Johnny yell at a guy and say we're on a panel so we can jump this line. I'm with up. people. Yeah, we're important. <laughs> Look at our costumes. We have lightning bolts. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, that was good. Hoppy always got a lot of love, of course, and just seeing two of us and Hoppy, a lot of people were very, very happy to say that. A lot of people didn't know who Hoppy was, but just see, what is he, if you don't know it, people just go, wow, it's a thunder bunny. It's the Marvel bunny. Right. Uh, or it's a Flash bunny, whatever. It's Shazam bunny. Shazam bunny. And then, is it Easter yet? Uh, or is it Easter yet? Or some people thought he was Shazam kangaroo. Some people think he's kangaroo. <laughs> How's he a kangaroo? Because he's brown with super large it, ears. It makes me and, think of Bugs yeah. Bunny when he did Super Bugs. It was kind of yes. like a Superman bunny. So it's like seeing a Bugs Bunny Captain right. Marvel. Exactly. Um, they are the same corporate family. I uh, I still <laughs> let me think. I still got a few people calling me the Flash. That happens every year. And, and the, Flash Gordon. And, and I got some Flash Gordons. And I love how people were like, "Wow, that's a great Flash Gordon." And I give up correcting people. I'm just like, "Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks." <laughs> you know, they still want a pictures. So I'm like, sure. I'm like, it's like weird, but Flash Gordon never had a, a lightning bolt on his chest. <laughs> no, I think they're thinking like weird. I don't know, like cereal, or maybe in their head they're thinking Flash, but they say Flash Gordon. It's kind of like you know, Scott's told me about a bunch of different people. He's been mistaken. Haven't you told me about much people think you are as Riddler and stuff? Like they just, it's like their brain. Question man. Well, no, yeah, no, 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 no. If 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 the Joker is not next to me, it's the Joker. It's the Joker. Oh my, what? <laughs> Riddler is Joker. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's weird that it's people make a weird. So sometimes I wonder if they're honestly making a mistake or just you know they're Making just a little chain. off for a second they're not yeah the, the mouth is saying something the brain has not fully connected to one time i got the green llama <laughs> <laughs> is that even Which, a character no it's it's one of the first comic book superheroes in history the, the green, green llama? llama i kid you not wow. look it up i think it's before superman wow i think it'd be in the middle of, of the yellow kid or fu manchu mm-hmm. it's within that bracket mm-hmm. before superman Stranger than maybe green llama, green llama, love it. You might be the first superhero to wear a cape. It was like a green hood and a green cape and a black leotard. The green llama. (laughs) That's more like the specter, isn't it? That's how llamas dress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I also get Superwoman from time to time. Sure, instead of Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Superwoman, it's Superwoman. Did you wear uh, Zatanna any time outside the masquerade, by the way? No, I changed into it just for the masquerade. And that's not really an officially recognized Zatanna. It's uh. just after, what, Justice League Dark came out and they took away her fishnets and gave her a new look. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's fine. You're going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to make my own Zatanna look. Mm-hmm. And everyone always recognizes her. Okay, that's good. And in fact, uh, the bombshell uh, ladies that, that came out the statue for Zatanna with my tailcoat that I was actually modeled for that mm-hmm. so I was glad to be an influence there this is what Zatanna looks like give her pants give, or don't give her pants what am I thinking ah they're brainwashing me mm-hmm. oh give her tailcoats before you give her pants mm, okay I, I think Zatanna is just one of those characters that are just really great as an MC. Yeah, no. It Wonder Woman can't be as glib. It's kind of like a circus. Yeah. Of a right. Ringmaster. Ringmaster. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. What would be another character be good for another? I couldn't think of anyone better than Zatanna. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have a guy sometime. I mean, a mask. I, I, it's very elegant. It's, yeah. You have a cane. I mean, you can, yeah, mm-hmm. you have a lot of movement in the suit. I loved when I, I uh, did Zatanna the first time and I did some magic tricks on stage. Well, this is back was Big Wow and it was really buddy-buddy with those who... who Ran it, so mm-hmm. I felt free and uh, of you know advising the fire marshal of doing some fireballs and stuff on stage. Nice, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I would do that yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I oh, there was one thing I was just thinking of. Um, I did think the uh, from where I was sitting, the judging seemed to go smoother, and I say this having judged the Pasadena costume contest, um, but uh. <laughs> Well, story for another time. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought that one, it seemed to go smooth. They seemed to do like a pre-judging thing, and I think that made it really They, they, they pre-judged them for yeah. about two, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, the costume contest uh, contestants had a show up at three, and they did that. pre-judging during that time, and only one of the judges that were up there are actually there during the pre-judging. Mm. So they, they pretty much had everybody's number and sorted um, mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, I thought we had a great, talented, uh, list of judges yeah. there, mm-hmm. and, um, a little sorry about the snafu with the trophies, I'm not quite sure what happened, we didn't have one trophy, and then we had another trophy for best performance that didn't get used, and I really don't, I, I thought they meant to use it, and I ended up walking away with it, not because I took it, but because I was... You were, you were oh, given it. I was given it because mm. I think they felt a little bad when I was up there, and I was given a list that wasn't matching the parade of people, for, you know... You had to swing a lot of punches, out. yeah, definitely. Yeah, they were giving me all these names of anime characters, but I clearly see that's a Gandalf with a stop sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not reading, this is not misspelled, it's not matching up, so I'm just like, come on guys, come out here and tell us yeah. who you are, because... Yep. Forget my iPod. 
Well, the audience was on board. They understood. They were willing to roll with it. It's not like they were going like, oh, man. Ugh. No. I mean, if you have the audience on your side of call, it's all good. So. Gosh. What? That's, uh, that's interesting. We have an audience on your side. Oh, yeah. Helps well, a lot. The last time I went to Comic-Con and San Diego's Masquerade, that audience was not. That audience was belligerent or rude. It was like, whoa, whoa. Okay. Done. Hmm. Just, they were awful. That must have been nice. I had a hard day slipping around San Diego. I don't know what it was. It could have been nice. Rude to those contestants. It was just. Uh, well, you guys were in the crowd. I can't really tell up there. How was that human script received? Oh, the guy God. with the shameless plug? Uh, not good. No. Well. No. I mean, people. I got. I got the sense that the first twenty seconds, people were kind of wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt, thinking, "Oh, this is like a joke, right? Mm -hmm. This is going to be some kind of ironic thing." And then you realize, "Oh no, this guy's legit. He's up there as a script, really trying to sell his script." And I don't. And this is something I've learned. I've seen it now at previous um, WonderCon masquerades where they um, they were pitching something else as like a web series, and I saw it. Um, even in uh, our Idiot's Lantern show when Kevin did the, the podcast thing, the thing I get is people don't want to be sold to when they just want to be entertained. Mm -hmm. And it immediately puts them against you. It immediately makes them go, uh, they'll put up with it if it's quick and you're done in two minutes like this guy was, but you better not put a lot of it in there or they're going to turn against you in a heartbeat. Not only that, it messes the flow up. And it messes the yeah. flow up. So that guy I felt very bad for because, I mean, at first it was kind of funny and then it was like, oh, no, he's being serious. And I felt, you know, I mean, except that, it, what was it? The idea was so ridiculous. It did make me wonder if maybe it really was a joke at the end because remember it was... It was some. It was very degrading. It was a yes. It was a misogynistic yeah. thing that also felt very, very horrible. B sci-fi, and I'm like, are you for I real? I was cringing in the audience. Yeah. I'm like, and not only that, but you would think they would have monitored that and not allowed yeah. them because you have all these. You have you have you have kids. You have all these you know great costumes coming. Mm -hmm. A lot of people put a lot of hard work into what they do, mm -hmm. and this is almost like making fun of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then allowing to walk on stage, and we're supposed to go ha ha funny funny. Mm -hmm. This was like I cringed. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. It didn't go well. That up there. I wouldn't say he was booed off stage, but you could tell the audience had kind of gone cold. If there had been a hook, we would have used it. Yeah. You know what? I didn't rush anybody off stage, but that was one that I was feeling okay. I should tell him to go. Mm -hmm. Security. I don't think anybody really outstayed their welcome on stage. Though most people were on and off pretty fast, so luckily you didn't really, really, really run into that problem. I think there was one or two where they were clearly in their character giving a speech moment, and they had maybe misjudged it by maybe one extra couple of lines, like or twenty extra seconds. But it was livable. I mean, that was the worst I really saw. It wasn't like somebody up there saying, "I got a five minute speech I'm going to give," and you're like, "No, no, no, you can, you can wrap that up." A lot of Lokis, I noticed, were really into being Loki. Like, every time I've seen a Loki, they're Save really into being Loki. Yeah, I've never heard that before. I so. always see women Lokis. I'm a lot of women Lokis, yeah. I see men Lokis. Yeah, not as many men. But, but when they're in it, they're in it to win it. Tom Hiddleston actually did a weather report. Mm -hmm. I a, saw that. At a, at a TV at a, station. Yeah. Uh, blaming his brother for all the thunderstorms. Nice. <laughs> Unfortunately, not in costume, but it's still oh, pretty funny. It's really <laughs> so good. Oh, that's great. Um, so, were there any uh, costumes you liked on the floor that you didn't see in the masquerade? The one that stands out for me mm -hmm. is 
the Ronald McDonald Thor. Oh yeah, that Ronald was... McDonald Thor. Yeah, he was fun. He was pretty cool. Um, actually, that girl uh, who was Supergirl on stage, we had run into earlier, and she was over the moon to meet Terry as Supergirl. She literally grabbed Terry's arm and said, "I gotta get a picture with you," <laughs> and then literally like grabbed her parents for whatever they were doing and got her picture. And that was that was really cool. So she clearly was very very happy to see Supergirl. Was she the one who did the um, Supergirl like from the CBS show? She was a little girl and like more of a generic Supergirl. I okay. don't remember yeah, it looking like. Yeah, that other girl was tower. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. There was there was the adult girl who did a great TV show, Supergirl. Yeah, yeah hers was very good. And that was her first time ever cosplaying. Yeah. Wow. Well, kudos to her. her a little yeah. bit. Yeah. She drank the Kool Aid. She'll be back. Mm. <laughs> and I, I think the floor, like like in the past with the Heath Ledger Jokers, I think the old faithful or reliable safe bet costume that was overly saturated on the floor this year was Deadpool. A lot of Deadpools uh, and much. and Deadpool. you always a lot of Kylo Ren's. I saw a lot of Kylo Ren's this year. Yeah. Too. A lot of Kylo Ren's. There was a really one, one really well built for it. Mm -hmm. I it was hard to believe he was real. Yeah, yeah. No, there was. I mean, you're right. There were some very good Deadpools and some not so good Deadpools. But it was, I was like, all right, they're all here. To share the love. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think now too. Like, what were the? Because I felt like last year was all about season one Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And this year, not as many Daredevils, but um, I Going think I saw one. Going back to the, the Ronald McDonald Thor, that guy was a master of the mashup because later he did a group in the Masquerade, which was a mashup of Star Wars and Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. So he had the Skeletor Vader. That's right. And the mm -hmm. Luke. That was uh, great. He Man. Mm -hmm. And the Leia She Ra. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that one. She Ra. Yeah. She Ra. Gotta love the fun mashups. Um,. Yeah, I'm trying to remember one that really sticks out because you're right. I'm like, oh yeah, remember all the Deadpool's? Remember all the guys? Remember Cat and Mountain Dew? I yeah. love the the puppet. I don't know if it was it, it was like a costume. I don't know how big that person was, but it was um, a man eating plant, mm -hmm. looked like from a little shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm he -hmm. had a little it had a little uh, base for it, a little potted plant, and it just That's moved fun. and flapped. It was too. great. You couldn't tell it was human <laughs> if there was mm -hmm. a human being in there. That was great. Yeah. That was next to the, the mascots, these big furry animals that they were showing off on the floor. I remember seeing these big mascot things, like a, like a fox, mm -hmm. something like that. What did the fox say? Were there any standouts for you, Tom? Um, the one that pops into my mind was the Supergirl from... The CBS show because it's the only one I've seen, mm -hmm. the only one I saw that weekend. I don't think I've seen that many. I don't yeah. think I saw any at WonderCon. There, were, yeah, I've seen some generic Supergirls and like comic book Supergirls, but not the exact TV Supergirl, except for that one, as you said. Yeah, uh, the main one I I don't know that's popping into my head is the Rocketeer, just because I like seeing a really good Rocketeer. There was a dude he was in the Masquerade too, who was Thor in the uh, in the jacket. Oh yeah, from yeah. The, uh, Casual Thor. The Stark, yeah, the Stark Tower, or sorry, yeah, Avengers party, Tower scene yeah. in mm -hmm. Ultron. Yeah. Party Casual Thor. Party Casual Thor. Party Thor. Party Thor. Mm -hmm. There was an amazing... James Better. Green Ready Jason there. I don't know if you guys saw him, but he looked like something... He didn't look better than the one you put on Johnny, Kelly. He, he was... He was... I don't know if he was just built for it. I think he said he had done Drax before, but if you can imagine this guy, he looked like he was eaten by maggots from every orifice, and he was a big buff guy in there, and he just, it, it was seamless. Jason from Friday the 13th? Yeah, Friday the 13th. Jason with the, with the machete Jason and everything. Jason he, he He looked like he came right off the back lot. 
Not missed that one. I, um, I think it was. Uh, I think it was on Sunday. Um, the I'm other bit move. <laughs> uh, I remember that I thought was pretty cool about this con was they had set up a retro arcade on the lower level. That was awesome. That was very cool. I got to play one brief game of Tron on my way out to get donuts. And <laughs> as you do, I wanted to go down there and play as the Joker and get a shot of me doing it, but I still had time. Um, but that was pretty cool. That that ar- that retro arcade was neat, and they had another side room with board games. It was just a, it was a nice little game little you know, haven for people. And I thought that was neat that, you know, I just like seeing that. Anything that's like a retro arcade, I'm down for. So, uh, and of course they had Tron and Star Wars and a lot of your, your super classic and Pac-Man and all your 1980, 81 greats. So I thought that was pretty nifty. Um, I did think um, getting in for us was easy, but then again, I saw the line to get in Saturday and I heard that was insane. Um, and so, yeah. Wrapped around. I'm sure they'll smooth that. Did you say it's already sold out for 2017? Uh, no, I said it was sold out this year. Okay, I was like, wait a minute, that seems kind of soon. Um, all right, well, I mean, I have a feeling it, it seemed to do well and it'll be back. That's the impression. But they sold out the first year, it's going to sell out again. Yeah. And I heard they were at capacity. Actually, I heard mm-hmm. they were over capacity. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because the rating, the fire code is for the entire convention center, right. not the floor. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll have to scale back a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, just the, and I noticed that the area they used to have, like, you know, those side rooms where panels used to be, that was, like, blocked off now. Now they had, like, the whole other area for rooms, like, where the one you were in, Valerie, and the big one. And I'm like, wow, so you knew that they're taking up just a lot more space. They're mm-hmm. really using it in a, different, in a different way and kind of getting used to that. Um, but being there in March was interesting, too, because it was, uh, it's it's weird, but it was cooler out, mm-hmm. which, which was, well, it was great for me as the Joker, thank God. Um, but, uh, I did feel it at night, a bit more chilly. Um, but oh well, I'm assuming that's more or less where it's going to stay if they keep going and... Not sure. Um, one thing I would do differently next year was get the hotel room for Thursday night. Yes. Since mm-hmm. they have this, this, the convention always started on Saturday and this year they actually started on, on Friday. Friday evening. Yeah. So they had panels and everything mm-hmm. right off the bat. And yeah. The exhibit hall was open and and they had, what, the Shatter Door. panel yeah. that first day. Mm-hmm. What? A, a four, well, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we come back Monday? Well, whether or not we come back Monday, I mean, we came back technically late Sunday night. But I think I would rather uh, get there Thursday night, drive up, get there Thursday night, crash, have a nice half day of, of, of just chilling, and then come out of the gate right when they do all the press and the opening and everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, uh, we, yeah, we kind of last minute came back Sunday night, um, which was kind of a disappointment. But the thing that I remember that Kelly brought up is the thing with Monday, even if we had stayed, was there was no uh, winery this year. Um, is that something that you hear may or may not come back, or? Yeah, that that was because of the previous owners. Yeah. Uh, that would always have um, a, a wine trip on Monday, a barbecue. Those who were local would would cook, and you'd have all the other guests, the artists, when that's at the con there with this gorgeous overlook of the vineyards and wine tasting, and it'd mm-hmm. be a chance to kind of network and. And schmooze with the folks that work the con, but at the con itself, you're just really way too busy. Or get regaled with stories from Neil Adams. That's one of my fondest memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told it. me uh, that uh, 
originally they were going to name John Stewart Lincoln Washington. I remember that. <laughs> wow. And he basically asked Denny O'Neill, "Is this your idea?" No, it's Julius' idea. I'll take care of this. You can't call him that. That's a slave name. <laughs> Give him a real name, a normal name. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 the thing about Miss is being able to talk to people like him or Steve Englehart, just people that you've looked up to mm-hmm. and read for so many years, and you get to meet them and find out they're really cool and very affable and charming. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is a nice decompress and just kind of can enjoy the nice view and weather and food and all that. So, I mean, you know, you can live without it and it's fine, but it just was one of those nice things that I hope comes, I hope comes back. But I understand that they're, they're going through uh, changes. Changes. Well, there's now a cocktail party, I guess, because it's a little bit more upper crust. Sure, okay. So. A cocktail mm-hmm. I was always on the run. I I was I, um, I missed out on a lot of stuff, kind of like the museums. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out and doing the cocktail party. So who knows about next year? All Maybe right. it'll be replaced with a cocktail party. We'll see. We'll see. Um, well, all right. I think that mostly covers this con. Are there any final thoughts? Any things I missed you want to mention? Mm-hmm. Seeing a lot of shrugged shoulders, shaking heads. No, this one seems very, I mean, me and Valerie, like I said before, we've seen the growth of this, of this con, of this convention from Supercon to Big Wild to what it is now. And it's, uh, it's a big, it's a big and a force to be reckoned with. And we have more of a chance next year to be an organizer, been asked to possibly head up the cosplay angle of it. So there's the costume contest, the panels, the, the booths. The guests and anything we can think of. Cool. Mm. We kind of missed our opportunity to go visit with the uh, San Jose Library, which was having a room just for kids oh. to go and color and hang out. I guess it was kind of at like the con? A, at the con. No way. Yeah. Oh, and, really uh, cool. We didn't do our or did our visit, but I had that line that wouldn't quit. Um, oh right. Yeah. But if we did another full day, if we if we hit Friday hard, if we mm-hmm. if we actually presented Friday, maybe we would have had more time. Sure. Yeah, the sure. wiggle room seemed to be very tight. That's why I'd rather be there Thursday night, right. mm-hmm. so we can hit Friday hard. Yeah. Big right. time. Agree. Or you know, if I if I could pick another costume on the right day that's not the Joker, or somehow streamline the makeup or something, so I can hit the floor earlier, I could jump into something sooner. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what it is with the Joker, but the last few years, kids love the Joker. They're kids dressed, love the Joker. Dressing as a Joker, it's the smallest boy. It's good to be board. bad. Good, yeah. yeah. No, kids dig the Joker. Especially, I love kids like under the age of like seven. They're like perfect to deal with the Joker. If they get a little older, they start going like, you're not real. You have to deal with that, but yeah. <laughs> I was like that. Yeah, it's like they're being defiant or something. And then they pass a certain age, I'd say like maybe 16, and then they're just cool with it. They're like, oh, wow, it's really cool. So, yeah, interesting. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I look forward to next year and see where the, the convention takes us. Um, as you say, it's growing, and I'll have to adjust to those crowds. That's really my big beef. Um, wish wish it felt a little more, you know, contained and easy like it used to. But oh well, you know, times have changed, as you say. Um, and hopefully we have more time for Uno because I want to win an Uno game one of these years. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was one of the best Ofcom moments for me when we played Star Trek Uno, and every time you played a card, you had to do an impression of the character. I love that. Or think, or think of a line, and I love how what was it? We ran out of lines pretty fast. On it was either the Klingon or Nurse Chapel. I don't know. Oh, the Klingons. The Klingons. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we'll get better. We'll we'll we'll, we'll train up next year for that one. Mm-hmm. A uh, lot of oh my's and I was born there. Yes, I was born there. Um, <laughs> we need to do uh, we need to do one where uh, we actually have all the weird Trek cards and see how they all play together. Yeah, we need to we need to work that work that through. We, we, the bird we, we introduced out. one of them. We introduced like we two of them: Beam me of Scotty and like a mind meld. I, I think it's nice to do a kind of gradual, gradual increasing yeah, it. So as we get a little it. comfortable, then we can amp it up a little. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, as always, good time, good friends, good donuts. <laughs> good. Suicide squeeze for the win. Boston Scream Pie. It's all about oh, the tell of the hunt. <laughs> all right, I like I like Kelly have the Boston Scream Pie because you had like two of them. Oh man, yeah. I was like, Bleh. that you cream liked it. inside was so good. It's uh, it's quality custard. It's not snack pack. It, it is quality custard. <laughs> see, there you it's go. Quality there custard. You go. I like that. All right, I'll vote for the underdog, the Jekyll and Hyde, a solid chocolate donut if there ever was one. Um, it really is. Um, and I know, Terry, if you were here, would talk about the old-fashioned, the this one, the this one, not the that one, the this one. Because um, you can never go wrong with an old-fashioned. Hence the name. Okay, well, guys, thanks for uh, being on. Um, Valerie? My pleasure. And like I said, uh, the access to the guests this year were the best I've ever seen at a con. Media or artists. Thomas? May the force be with you. Kelly? Always. <laughs> why, is, why, is such a, why is that such a hard question? Like, what? <laughs> Get that force away from me. <laughs> uh, and a good night for me, because no matter where you go, there you are. All right, and we'll be back with more talk on Costume Station Zero.